0: Trading Nut, episode 69. And then that
1: yes turns into, I'm okay as a person. I'm valuable. I'm smart. I can do this. And then when the market shifts, all of a sudden, not only does their system break down, but their identity and and all their belief in, in, in this process that they develop breaks down. The market's gonna do something, your job is not to fight it. The market never ever runs away, it's always there. That personal diary of trading
0: What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Nut Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we're in coronavirus central. Sound effects not included. Uh, That's my daughter sneezing in the background. Uh, We're in lockdown here, Uh, and we've got a show for you today with Rich Friesen, who you might remember was on the show a while ago. Uh, He's come in to talk about extreme events and how this... Uh, this time of our lives is definitely an extreme event in the markets and we're going to go into detail around not just the uh, the events themselves but more the psychology around it and I've got to say there's like three massive takeaways that you guys can pick up in this episode. Uh, I've just heard that takeaways are closed in the background somebody uh, my wife's yelling out there takeaways are closed uh, but there's three massive takeaways so instead of having those takeaways have these takeaways in the show uh, and we've recorded a video as well so there's a fourth one that, that you can pick up on the YouTube channel afterwards so guys check that out after you listen to this now you're probably not on your commute you're probably working from home so you are listening to this at home and I'm guessing you've got a whole lot of extra time whilst you are waiting for these lockdowns to end Mine is about to start, it was sort of half halfway there, but it's about to start tomorrow or tonight at midnight and everything goes into sort of, we call it level 4 here in New Zealand and um, you're going to hear a few funny things in the show later on about um, why we're at level 4 and, and how it's slightly different from the rest of the world. But if you guys are there at home thinking, oh, I mean, I've got all this time, Um, you know, the markets are are sort of ticking along here. Is there something I can do to skill myself up on? Well, look, there is, I have got the Robot Builders Club, which you could spend this time skilling yourself up and learning to build trading robots without having to code. And uh, what I'm going to do, because it is a trying time, is if you message me and want in, I'll give you a special deal uh, that will hopefully be something that's not going to cripple you for the uh, over the course of this this period. Where some of you may be out of work, who knows? Okay, so guys, um, yeah, that's the Robot Builders Club. So you might want to go and check it out. It's over there on TradingNut.com uh, under Robots. And uh, yeah, look, it's a it's a fantastic little program. 21 days. Uh, if you've got time constraints and you can't do the 21 days, then what I'll do is I will... um how do we say this, Uh, I'll I'll fast forward you, so if your lockdown's less than 21 days, and you can show me that, then I'll give you access to it uh, quicker than the 21 days. Okay, alright guys, uh, let's get on with the show here, it's a fantastic little show as I said, and there's a full on video of this show, so we recorded this in video format as well, so if you do want to watch us talk it through, then head over there to the YouTube channel and you're going to see... The um the hand motions and head movements as well, which is, is probably worthwhile doing, especially if you've got time in your hands, uh, as most of us around the world have this week. Alright guys, here we go. Let's get on with it. Rich Friesen. Alright folks, we've got Rick Friesen here, back on the show. If this sort of uh view looks familiar to you, it's because we had him on here not so long ago, or oh, it was probably about six months ago or so, Rick Rich and um Sorry, I called you Rick, didn't I? <laughs> this
1: rich dick <laughs> richard just call me for dinner and we're good
0: yeah so we had him back on the we had him on the show a while ago where he walked through and did a trading oh, let's call it a trading sort of mindset uh session with me worthwhile going and having a look at because it's it's probably the, the most commented video i've had where people have come back to me and i and I, i'm sure they must have come back to you as well rich and and said look you know this is really Thanks for, thanks for opening up. Thanks for showing yes. me what, what it sort of takes to, um, I suppose, enact a mindset shift in somebody uh, who's struggling, a struggling trader. And, uh, and look, you know, I, I myself haven't watched it again. I can't watch it. It, really is, it irks me to watch it. I sort of know okay, what I Okay, stop.
1: Can, you, can I stop you right there? Yeah, Cam? go for it. It irks you. What? And, by the way, just a number of my own clients – have talked about that video and how much it's meant to them in terms of seeing your openness, your honesty, and the movement that you made, and that it uh, was really a good role model for them. So thank you.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it, so does, it does. it irks. So yeah. what
1: is the irk? Oh,
0: it's, it's just, I suppose, yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't, sort of, I don't want to know how, how much I opened up. That's what I don't want to know. <laughs> okay. I assume from the comments that I didn't open up like dramatically, so uh, I just don't want to know and go, oh, did I really say that? But I sort, of, <laughs> I sort of know what I said in the back of my mind, so I don't really need to know. go back and have a look at it again. But look, I might one day. Who knows?
1: Okay. I just, you know, what, what you're bringing up is so important is that as we become more aware, as we open up, you know, the normal, our survival mechanism goes, ah, no, 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 no. But in fact, it's an inspiration for others, and it's a relief to ourselves. So one of the things we do with my clients and at the Mind Muscles Academy is first awareness, real-time awareness of what's going on physically, emotionally, in terms of our thinking process, and then accepting it. I started a a free group this morning of my traders and anybody else that wants to join. And everyone talked about what their concerns were and where they wanted to be in a week. And just looking at where they wanted to be and what they desired and starting to visualize that just made a difference. By the end of the group, everybody was feeling better. So, you know, awareness, acceptance. Of what is going on, and then saying, "Okay, now what do I want?" What a, a wonderful process, and I invite everyone
0: to do that. Yeah, look, in the, and I suppose today we're, we're, you know, if you're watching this in the future, we are um, in the midst of COVID nineteen, the coronavirus uh, outbreak, and I've just uh, told Rich before that I'm I'm in lockdown here in New Zealand. And he had a bit of a chuckle when I said that there's 150 cases in the country, <laughs> and and with the entire country is in lockdown. But I mean, they're, they're doing it to obviously stop the spread. And you know, I saw a poll this morning that everyone seems to be for the fact that we're we're already in lockdown and to you know to stop it and it's in its tracks. And look, you know, we are three hours from the next country, which is quite a unique thing in this world. So unless you're flying in, you ain't coming here. Uh, whereas I know everyone else is, is in a, a bit of a predicament with uh, with their borders next to other countries and so on and so forth. So um, yeah, look, today we're gonna we're gonna talk about not just uh, lockdown and coronavirus, the markets, um, but how that sort of relates to I suppose as a whole extreme events. So I know you've done a few different things with a lot of the traders that you've got out there or well, actually before we start let's just do a do a little recap for us of, of what you do so the guys who haven't seen you before haven't seen the other video know <laughs> exactly what you do
1: Yeah, i work with traders who want to expand their mental game and you know there's people who think, well, psychology of trading is around 25%. You know, those are the guys who are more technically oriented and have algorithmic systems to people who believe that trading is 100% of our mindset. So I work with traders who want to expand their mindset. And I do that with private coaching, with online courses, with group work, exercises, simulations. My methodology is that The real change comes with real-time experiences. So I put a lot of traders through guided visualizations. I step them back through their experiences. And just like earlier, you said uh, you were a little irked with yourself. So right away, my little antenna goes up and says, okay, irked. What's that like right now? What's going on with, with Cam right in this moment? Because it's only in the moment that we can make a difference. And that's where my invitation to my clients always is let's step into the moment let's be care be aware of what's going on and then accept it and uh, you know you brought up extreme events and that's an area that I'm fascinated by and have been for a long time and so this is an appropriate time to talk about
0: <clears throat> that oh yeah it is indeed indeed so um, I mean I know you work with a lot of traders out there and uh, and help them and these guys are sort of either trading you know, significant amounts of capital and and these massive shifts in the market are, are perhaps you know something they haven't yeah. seen or witnessed, especially mm-hmm. in, in their sort of time as a trader, unless they've been around for a long, long time. Uh, I mean, how are you? How do you sort of start off a conversation with these guys to to um, I suppose work out? Uh, you know, can you categorize them into certain types of of, um, of emotional states?
1: Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, We'll start at the bottom is the traders who have a particular system. They're locked into it. They're holding on to that system for dear life, and they believe if they create that perfect system, if they just tweak that. oh, if I just add this little indicator if I do this. And they're getting it down. They're refining it. And the market's in a certain pattern. And as long as their system and the pattern match, yes. And then that yes turns into I'm okay as a person i 'm valuable i 'm smart I can do this and then when the market shifts all of a sudden, not only does their system break down but their identity and and all their belief in 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 this process that they develop breaks down and then we see panic and in uh, some of my traders i 've seen big losses and then they try to make it back and then their you know the fills the the whole – everything has changed so much that they then start reacting uh, just from emotional needs. And so the whole thing breaks down. And I've had a couple of traders who have come to me and said, I've lost my account. And that is it's, – it's, it's that they have so focused on the outside – of what is going on and trying to match a system to that, that when that breaks down, there's nothing on the inside. There's no resilience. There's no core. There's no awareness. And everything falls apart. And uh, and as a result, that has become very expensive for some traders. Yeah,
0: because it's as simple as, I mean, I noticed that last week, uh, the spread's getting much bigger. <clears throat> and then heard, uh, I saw in my chat last night before I went to bed, like somebody had said that gold had spiked to a, 130 in like a split second from well then it was back down to 20 uh where i think normal range is, is maybe maybe uh five so it's like ridiculous and that was an announcement from the the china chinese government around something or other i can't remember what it was but it was the first time it had been that low or or, or that different ever and so there was this massive spike um, and that 's going to blow anyone 's system out of the out of the water right nobody's going to survive that if, if they're not if, if they haven 't accounted for it, which they probably haven 't because it 's a once in a, a lifetime event i mean have you have you had guys come through who are like struggling with these sort of i mean let 's call it a black swan event that lasted for a split second it was a split second would have wiped everyone stops out and and then it 's done. And it, it's gone versus something that's you know possibly going to last for at least a couple of minutes, or five, ten, twenty minutes, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and how that's possibly affects somebody going forward.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the other end—I gave you one end of the extreme—that I have a fi- I have fixed mindset, I have a fixed strategy, and when the world shifts, I'm lost. The other end of the stream is extreme—is I have traders in. Uh, a mastermind group and these traders have been working with me for 2 3 years and for them they're able to be with the markets they're seeing what it is and every one of them is doing quite well but this is a very shift from a a, a fixed structure to okay this is brand new i'm okay with this brand new i can watch it i can wait i can I know where my mindset is. I notice when I'm going into fear or greed, I take a breath, I step back. Okay, here's an opportunity, here's my risk, and I can play the game. What did I learn? But there's a flexibility there, and there is almost a joy. Um, I have to even say one of my traders corrected me uh, yesterday. I, uh, the, One of the biggest traders I have who trades really size, I talked to him. And I said, "How did it go today?" And he says, "Oh, I was stopped out this morning for the day," and what he means is he has a certain limit, loss limit for the day, and that he had made a couple of trades and he got stopped out for the day. And I says, "Oh, bummer," and he said, "No," he says, "It's okay. It's okay." And I realized that I had fallen into the trap of saying, oh, I want you to do well. Mm -hmm. But for him, he had gotten to the place where he knew the game he was playing and the results were okay. And it didn't impact his confidence or who he was because he was playing the game. He knew that that was you know, he had the rules to stop him out, and uh, overall, he's been doing very well. But I fell into the trap of of, of an emotional reaction for him when, in fact, he had taken everything we've been working on and actually incorporating it.
0: That is fantastic. And look, it's interesting that you say you bring up that example because I suppose a lot of people would struggle with with that. Particular aspect whereby it's like you know I've got a limit and it it might be hit on the first trade and Mm -hmm. and I'm out I'm done for the day I have to walk away with the Mm -hmm. thinking that they they haven't got I suppose uh, the confidence that you know is is tomorrow going to be any different What if I get stopped out tomorrow first thing first trade and I'm done for the day What if it happens again What if it happens a fourth time.
1: Boy, what you're saying is so important is that mind game that starts again. And when you start playing that mind game, you get a neurochemical shift in your brain. Thank you for pointing that
0: out. So so you so you get a shift in your brain. What is that neuro neurochemical shift? What do you mean by that?
1: Well, we have uh different neurochemicals that re- that react in different situations. You know, for example, there's a book called The Hour Between Dog and Wolf. And they actually took blood samples of institutional traders. And so they knew how they well they were doing, how well they were trading, when they were in a in a downward spike, and they were able to correlate that with chemicals in their brain. Now, I don't remember all the specifics, but there's cortisol that is when we're in a downward spiral and there's other neurochemicals that create hubris and ego and I'm the king of the world and those correlated and the thing is when we get the negative when we create the thoughts and have the physical sensations uh, just like you outlined so well and we get negative neurochemicals in our brain then it becomes very difficult to shake that off.
0: Okay, <clears throat> and, and so very difficult to shake it off. I mean, well, how does that work? How do, you, how do you sort of start, at least start to shake that off?
1: Okay, so I'll give a personal example, is that there are certain triggers that I have, not. I'm not talking financially, but personally, that bring me back to a very old experience, and I can, I can trace it back now to five and six years old. And I've created a world as a five- and six-year-old that is very unpleasant. But it's a world I know how to survive. So I've carried this world with me. And if the world doesn't provide that particular set of parameters, I create them. Just the other day, I noticed I, something was said to me by somebody very close. <laughs> and I started going down the spiral and it went back it's a very old experience and i was aware of it while it was going on i said hmm this is fascinating whoa rich is going down to a very very old place so the what i the difference is between going down and feeling it real and going down and being aware of it as a old pattern of behavior that no longer serves me Um, but it's amazing that those old patterns how powerful they are and even with awareness um, we sometimes and I will raise my hand here still need to go through that cycle
0: okay and I I mean I've heard of things like um, uh, using anchors to, to to try and get yourself into a into a state or Get yourself out of a state. Um, is that something you sort of recommend? As I'm, I'm sort of thinking of like in the here and now with with traders who are, you know, they, they're either feeling an emotional sort of shift in their in their body, and at least they can go, okay, great, now I've I can feel that is happening. I need to do this to 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 either get me out of it or. I need to do something physical to, to, to move from this situation where things aren't going well to, to something that's, that's going to benefit me because I know I'm sort of starting to go down that spiral. And if I do, the end result is usually, you know, a number of losing trades or another blow in account or, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I do something really radical that I don't know any other coach or therapist does. Rather than saying, oh, I can't go there. And we create, a struggle. Okay, I'm not going to go there. I need to do something different. I need to breathe. I need to create an NLP, kind of an anchor around it. Um, I say, okay, you're aware of it. Great. Let's accept it and let's go with it. So depending on the situation, for example, I'll have a client pick a corner in their house, some place they normally don't go or stand in, and just go for it. Just Whatever those negative thoughts are, whatever that physiology is, you exaggerate it. You make it really intense. You make it bad. I'm never going to be a traitor. I've lost everything. I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Oh, my God, the life is ending. It's terrible. It's just awful. <laughs> and then you give yourself a minute or two minutes, depending on the situation, or five minutes to really go for it. Then you take a breath and you step out of the corner now if you feel that start to come in you only experience those negative experience in that corner you right away go to the corner now what we've done and this is what i think is the powerful part of this exercise is you increase your awareness immediately when it starts to go on you then exaggerate it which means you know how to create it because you know there's certain thoughts i can think I could right now bring myself to tears by having certain thoughts. I know what they are. I know how to make myself go down that spiral. So what we're doing is we're learning how we go down that spiral and that is so important. Here's the steps that Rich Friesen uses to go down a spiral. One I think this thought, two then I think that thought, then I remember this event, then I remember that event, then I think this thought and it triggers this old pattern of behavior and soon my neurology is just zooming right down. So, learning the process of how I do that is really valuable. Then what I do is tell a client, "Okay, when you're done, when you're absolutely just said, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: That <Okay, laughs> you have to we can, keep, we can keep that in or we'll take it out, it's up to you."
1: <laughs> I don't care. You say, "Darn it." <laughs> I'm really done with this. Then you step out of the corner and then go back. So what we've done is rather than having this thing just niggling and constantly there and trying not to do it, we fully step into it. We learn how to do it. Then we learn how to step out of it. And when a client, uh, we do that, let's say we're in private coaching session and we step out of it. Then I say something like, wow, do you know what you just did? No go, do you know what you just did? You created that downward spiral. You created that mindset that is not helpful. You did it on purpose. You know how to do it. And now you have stepped out of it purposefully and you know how to do it. And what my client's experience is, they'll go in for 10 minutes, next time, five minutes, then three minutes, then two minutes. And finally, They'll be able to do the exercise in their head sitting in their desk. Okay, I'm going to spiral down. I'm going to think of a thought. Okay, I'm tired of this. Boom, and here I am.
0: Brilliant. Look, that, guys, that in itself is just absolute gold. I mean, (laughs) probably don't do it during the lockdown with your family in the house. It might be a little bit weird for them, but... uh... When they're they're in the bedrooms, you can have a a crack at it, I think. But I'm definitely going to give it a go. Maybe warn them beforehand.
1: Hi, honey. I'm going to go into a downward spiral for a moment. Uh, Please ignore that crazy man standing in the corner, drooling in his mouth and yelling and screaming, and the kids just tell him, Dad, don't worry about it.
0: (laughs) The kids probably won't even flinch. They'll just be like... okay, Yeah.
1: Daddy's be, going to go into a downward spiral now, kids. Yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah, be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I might have to put a tent up in the backyard or something. Um, look, that's brilliant. So, um, what about? I suppose if you if, if we step back into, you know, we know we're in sort of uncertain times at the moment, and we don't know how long it's going to go on for. And you know, who knows? It could go on for uh, six months. It could go on for twelve months. We don't really know. Uh, so, this could become the norm. It's a little bit late if you're watching this to prepare, but I mean, how would somebody now sort of start going? Okay, well, look, if this, I'm going to have to prepare for this potentially in the future at some point in time. If this ever happens again, um, I may I may as well start preparing for it now because it's at the start. Um, how do you prepare to go into this to these sort of extreme events and see that you you're in a better spot than I suppose where you were, you know, this time a month ago. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's, I've always been fascinated by extreme events. In fact, I wrote a blog in 2000. I just looked and noticed the original writing was 2011. And I've gotten very excited about how our mindset – there's an apocryphal story in a movie called What the Bleep. It's one of those transformational movies. And in it, uh, they say that the Indians, when the Spanish Armada first came to, to America – that they could not see the ships because they had there's nothing in their mind to prepare them for that. In other words, there was no landing place for that. And so, so as a result, it took them a, a long time to even see the ships. Now, that's got to be apocryphal because how would they know? Uh, but it's a great uh, it, metaphor for how we can't see things that are right in front of us because we're not used to seeing them. Our survival mechanism just blocks them out. Because let's say, for example, you say, okay, the United States is going to go into lockdown for three months. Well, then you have to make all sorts of decisions. You have to take risks. You have to do things you normally haven't done. And so the brain just wants to shut down. So I have a, a process. Um, oh, I, I have some charts and everything, but I can describe it. And that is where a bunch of us get together. And we each play a different role. Somebody plays the bond market, somebody plays the large corporation, somebody plays the average person. And we have all these different parts of our economy and, our, and we're playing the game. And then we, I, I drop something in like, uh, okay, three-month lockdown, how do you react? And then everybody reacts. But what happens is everybody else is reacting to them reacting. So we get this complex adaptive system, and then we record the results, and then we say, okay, in like a Monte Carlo simulation, okay, this time we had this path. And then we take another path, and we go through it again and again. The point is not to predict the future because that's, as you well know, that's kind of challenging. (laughs) But what we do is we prepare our brains for multiple scenarios, and then what we say is, okay, here is a number of scenarios. What are the tells? Are you familiar with the term poker tells?: Yeah, those Yeah. So those are the slight, really kind of uh, uh, what I'm going to say, nuanced kind of indicators that something is going on. So early on, what would be the tells, like say for a pandemic, uh, and what would you, and when as it gets worse and worse and things mount up, there's more and more evidence. So at each point, what do you do? What activity do you make? Well, let's say at the first thing, what I did is I sent my wife to Costco, and you know we loaded it up on the basics. Um, a long time ago, I have. Uh, Created a significant por- portfolio in uh, precious metals that I hold myself. There's a lot of things I've done a long time ago to prepare for an extreme event, and these are fairly low cost things. And as as you get more information that this is going to happen, more information, then what you do is slightly more costly things, but low risk. I mean, it doesn't hurt us to have a pantry full of food. Doesn't hurt us to have extra water. Doesn't you know all those things. Yeah. So. Oh, but what it, it does is it moves our mind from, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. And then once we – and it, it's, our, our brains are interesting. Like if we miss those first two, two steps, then we feel like an idiot coming in late and we don't do anything. So preparing our brain for multiple activities at each set. So if we practice this in the game that I've designed – then our brains get used to actually doing something and moving from uh, our survival mechanism locking us down to actually taking steps along the way that are fairly low risk early on. As things move on, then we can take higher risk, more costly uh, steps. But uh, those early on steps also give us a mindset of preparation and control because so many people are out of control and they don't know what to do because they haven't thought about it but if you've taken some early steps it allows you to think more creatively and that is where the real power is to step out of fear and into creativity.
0: Yeah, I like that. Uh, it's and it is so true. I mean you you do start to feel I mean I, I took some steps you know before this thing happened that you do start to feel a lot more confident that I you know I've prepared for I've done something different um something that probably most people aren't doing and and you're in a you just feel like you're in a better place even though you know the world might be stopping which it has. Uh you do feel that you know you've got that sort of I suppose psychological upper hand. Um Yes. Yeah, which is which is key. Okay, cool. And what about um, I suppose on the flip side, the guys that have, have start stressing about this, and you know, dealing with the stress that comes with these you know massive changes and everything, uh, particularly people that are potentially you know they've got their retirement savings locked up in these big indices and uh, they're seeing them just tank. And they might have, you know, been sort of on the cusp of fifty-five, sixty, and thinking, "Here we go, all of my money's in there." It's been the growth's been great over the last ten years, and now I've just lost it all. I mean, what what about the stress that sort of comes with that, and how how people can potentially yeah. deal with that going forward? What
1: what the word you said? I just lost it all. I want. You, in fact, I, anybody who's in this, I want. To, this is where I go again. Rather than fighting these things, let's experience them. So, cab. Kim, I want you to say, I've lost it all. And I want everyone watching to say, I've lost it all.
0: I've lost Impress it all. There's
1: your posture. Yeah, I've lost it I've all.
0: I've lost it all. Notice right away
1: I'm feeling really sad. Yeah. My head's going down. My shoulders are going forward. I've lost it all. Oh, God, I've lost it all. What am I going to do? <sighs> How powerful that is. Yeah. Just in doing that myself, even artificially, I just notice a, a rush to my stomach, acid yeah. in my stomach. Um, I, although I d- can't feel it right now, I am sure my neurochemicals in my brain has changed. So what you're saying is the very – you're saying what can you do? And what we come back to is what I call the golden keys is first awareness – I've lost it all. Again, rather than fighting it, be aware of it. Go down the spiral. Experience it fully. And when you're done, and say, okay, come back. Now, we're back. We say, what do I have? What assets do I have? What creativity do I have? Hmm. This is the most interesting game I have ever played. And most people are frozen. There's a tremendous amount of opportunity. When I had a trading firm on the floor... The most money we made was post-crisis. Like I think of the the crashes, 87, 89. We lost uh, maybe 10, 15% of our capital in the first uh, day, two days. And then I brought everybody again and said, okay, guys, this is the best time because all the algorithmic traders are shook out. All the people have normal patterns who keep things tight there were going to hit the emotional swings <clears throat> from one side to the other as we see in the markets now how can we take advantage of this and let's start to think creatively and then as soon as we step into that mindset our brain chemistry begins to change and we start to think of solutions so that's what i'm inviting everybody to do we can go i lost it all it's gone and all the neurochemicals that will last in our body for a long time, and let's experience that and say, it's okay for me to experience this. I'm going to accept it, and now what do I want instead? What what mindset do I want? And learning to go step from one to the other and doing it intentionally can change your life. It can change your life Mm -hmm. because normally we look at this becomes real. When I go down sometimes, it feels like concrete and rebar. I mean, there is no doubt. This is not just a state of mind or riches. This is reality, reality out there. And I know it, and I'm sure of it. (laughs) It's awful. (laughs) But when we can go to that and say, okay, this is my neurochemical reaction, this is my state of mind, okay, I'm done with it, and now I can move to another. And having the ability to do that intentionally is wonderful.
0: Guys, if you didn't do the, the little sort of uh, task there of, of thinking that you've lost it all, please do it. Because, I mean, look, I just did it quickly. And even I was the same, Rich, uh, I felt that sort of funny feeling in the stomach. Mm-hmm. My body started stressing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, it is, you know, if you can control that, it's powerful. And, and then I think... Okay, can I
1: just stop you for a minute? Control that. Can I invite you to an alternative thing? If I can experience it and be okay with it. Ah,
0: okay, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's that's probably a quote we should be putting up on the show notes there um <laughs> because it's very good if you can experience it and be okay with it. So we don't forget this this quote. It is brilliant. Now look, um this is fantastic stuff. I think well, there was one more thing we we're going to talk about which was changing uh, direction or decisions was that something we're going to talk about
1: changing a change in
0: decision a change in your decision no
1: yeah it doesn't ring a bell uh, okay i made a note down
0: here and i couldn't um okay
1: but you know again it comes to the decisions we make are a rationalization of our whole complex experience we think we make a decision but that is just on the surface of everything else so Again, awareness of that, everything else, acceptance of it, and then intentionally creating the decisions that work better for us. So maybe that's where it was. Yeah.
0: And look, I mean, I do, I do think that – well, I do know that what you're saying around, you know, just being creative about things, and, I, and I'm seeing it sort of just even in, in the local uh, – the, the local landscape here of guys that I know who, who run businesses and that. There are people that are out there, you know, being creative around – you know, they've got assets. They've got things that they can, or, or people they can leverage who are, who are now out of work and they can't. They can't do anything for the next month. Instead of just going, oh, "Okay, well, we're screwed," they're like, like saying, "Look, I've got, I've got a team of people here who can do X, Y, Z, and potentially if there's, I can find somebody you know who needs that extra resource because there's more people calling up call centers or whatever it is, and I've got a whole bunch of people on the phones who can who can answer calls and and with a bit of training can probably you know help do their overflow they can they can then survive this and, and come out the other end and better off so i think that being creative is is and it giving your mind the freedom to be creative is, is very very powerful and uh, especially in these sort of times so look um rich is there anything else you wanted to leave us with uh, any anywhere the guys can go to find out more um i think what you've shared today has been absolutely outstanding and and anyone who's a trader or even just a human in, this, in these times is going to get benefit from this. Is, is, there, is there any way, anywhere or anything that people can go to, to find out more from you?
1: Sure. Uh, you can uh, send me an email, rich at mindmuscles.com, or you can go to the website. I think uh, we have a, a daily now at 9 o'clock or at 12 noon uh, Eastern time uh, that I just have a drop-in group. Uh, Let me just check to see if there's a a sign up in the sheet. Um, uh, There's not there. So I will – so anyway, just send me an email, rich at mindmuscles.com, and I'll send you the link to sign up for the free – Uh, just drop in group and we just have conversations just like you and I cam or had this morning and uh, people uh, do some work. Uh, We look at concerns, we create a community. So I'm just happy to make that contribution. Uh, Also, if you're interested in an extreme events group where we're playing a game, uh, send me an email and, uh, I just love to connect. I love people to do well. My heart goes out to everybody, and I just want to share what I can, and I want you to be able to share what you can. And what you said, Cam, is so important for the people who say, what do I have, how can I contribute? And it just touches me
0: deeply, so thank you brilliant look uh, the other thing you might want to do after this is, is head back and have a look at the session that we ran <laughs> I don't know what it was oh yeah. this would have been last winter for me so it was probably a year ago now and yeah. uh, and just see see how uh, how rich operates there and um, you can see me sort of with my eyes closed under uh, some sort of hypnotic state which is quite interesting <laughs> so folks um, until next time thank you very much again rich for coming on the show and uh, I wish everyone a great trading week in these choppy markets and uh, i'll see you on the other side okay take care cam and thank you <laughs> well folks there you have it some wicked takeaways in there worthwhile going back and listening to them and doing at least some of them uh, and seeing how they work and seeing if they change the way that you uh, approach the markets or just in general the way you live your life so guys um, we also recorded a video don't forget that we recorded a video with another tip now this tip is fantastic if you want to try and catch yourself Uh, whilst you are maybe, um, I suppose, doing the wrong things or thinking the wrong things. If you want to catch yourself and stop yourself from doing them again, then uh, Rich has given us a great little technique that you can see on the YouTube channel there. Head over to tradingnut.com. There'll be the video on the show notes page. uh, And don't forget, uh, if you are interested in learning something new during this time, instead of just frittering it away, watching Netflix, then head over there to uh, tradingnut.com. Look for robots And you'll find the Robot Builders Club where there's a 21-day course that I teach. And I teach you how to build trading robots. And I'm literally talking you can do anything you want, literally anything, uh, with a robot. And uh, you're going to learn how to do that in just 21 days. All right, folks. um, Message me if you want a special deal because we are in this coronavirus time. And I will sort something out for you. Okay, guys. All right. See you then.